Welcome into your Tuesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast. For the rest of your Tuesday, windy and mostly cloudy. 20% chance of rain in the afternoon. Highs 50 to 55. Northwest winds 20 to 30 miles an hour. Tonight, windy and colder. Mostly cloudy with a chance of snow and rain in the evening. Then slight chance of snow after midnight. Lows in the mid-20s. North winds 20 to 30 miles an hour. Shifting to the northeast 10 to 20 miles an hour after midnight. 50-50 chance of precipitation. Wednesday, breezy, cooler, and sunny. Highs 40 to 45. Northwest winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. Wednesday night, partly cloudy, lows 20 to 25. Northwest winds 10 to 15 miles an hour, shifting to the north after midnight. Thursday, not as cool. Mostly cloudy in the morning, then becoming partly cloudy. Highs 50 to 55. South winds up to 10 miles an hour. Thursday night, mostly cloudy, lows 30 to 35. Friday, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain. Highs 45 to 50. Friday night, cloudy with a 50-50 chance of rain and snow. Lows around 25. Saturday, colder and cloudy, 50-50 chance of snow. Highs 30 to 35. Saturday night, colder and mostly cloudy, 20% chance of snow. Lows around 15. Sunday, partly cloudy, 20% chance of snow. Highs 30 to 35. Sunday night and Monday, partly cloudy, lows 15 to 20. Highs around 40. Mayor Tim Solomon called a Haver City Council meeting to order on Monday night at City Hall. The first agenda item the council discussed was the resolution declaring a state of emergency to exist within the city of Haver in light of COVID-19. Resolution number 3815 is a state of emergency declaration whose primary goal is to recognize the current conditions created by COVID-19 while retrieving needed financial assistance for the city during this difficult time. The declaration does not ask for any powers or legislative action on behalf of the city of Haver, but rather is mainly for COVID-19 monetary reimbursement. The council passed the declaration unanimously. The next agenda item was ordinance number 911, which allows for scheduling flexibility of council meetings. This ordinance was passed unanimously. The last agenda item was the approval of March claims and manual warrants. This was passed unanimously as well. Mayor Solomon appreciates everyone in the community for abiding by the stay-at-home order and wishes the city of Haver a happy Easter. For more information regarding the meeting, visit ci.haver.mt.us. Havers Crawford Distillery has started distributing free hand sanitizer to those that need it most after shifting some of their production last month in order to help out the community. Distillery co-owner Neil Crawford says their first 75 four-ounce bottles of hand sanitizer were distributed last week to first responders, healthcare workers, seniors, and those in high-risk groups. We're producing about 10 to 15 gallons a week, but we may be purchasing some ethanol in order to speed up production so we can give it out faster. So that could be coming here in the next week or two. Crawford thanks the community for their support, as local residents and businesses have stepped up to donate needed items. It's been huge. Everybody's come in with sugar, and people are always offering money. And we, uh, we, we're taking as much as we can, but we're kind of at our, our limit production-wise. So, you know, we don't need too much more stuff, but if somebody has a line on bottles, that would, that would help us out. Crawford says he hopes to have hand sanitizer available to the public within the next week or two. A Haver man arrested last month after allegedly going on a hit-and-run spree has pleaded not guilty to 98 charges. Bruce Edward McLean, 64, pleaded not guilty to 32 felonies and 66 misdemeanors in Hill County District Court on Monday. The felonies include one count of arson, one count of attempted arson, one count of tampering with or fabricating criminal evidence, and 29 counts of criminal mischief. 
Court documents state on the morning of March 16th, McLean committed a series of hit and runs in Haver. McLean also attempted to burn down a house and a Girl Scout storage shed. McLean's Ford F-250 was found burned on the Rocky Boys Reservation and was towed back to Haver. The following day, McLean was arrested shortly after officers located him driving his GMC Sierra. Officers were granted warrants to search two of McLean's vehicles, as well as his home. Officers located methamphetamine in the GMC Sierra, along with several stolen metal sculptures. McLean is accused of damaging 26 vehicles, one boat, three garages, five mailboxes, one brick pillar, and a Girl Scout storage shed. Total estimated damage is believed to exceed $125,000. Days after being arrested, McLean bonded out of the Hill County Detention Center. On March 29th, McLean was found to allegedly be in violation of his release conditions, which included abiding by curfew and remaining 1,000 feet away from any victims in this matter. Based on data from a monitoring device McLean was wearing, officers found him to have been traveling all over Haver after curfew, including to one of the victim's homes. McLean, who denies violating his release conditions, was arrested later that day. He is now in the Hill County Detention Center on bonds totaling $400,000. No future court dates have been set. This past Thursday, the Hill County Health Department pressed the public to follow guidelines released by the Montana Department of Livestock concerning how to safely carry out ranching activities during the stay-at-home order. Public Health Director Kim Larson said that individuals participating in cattle branding, pregnancy checking, or shearing should be essential personnel only and should not only abstain from providing meals other than sack lunches, but should make sure they have water and soap available for appropriate hand washing as well. Don't provide a group meal. If you have food out there, offer stack lunches for people to grab and go eat and distance themselves, of course. A big thing is to have water and soap available for hand washing. Hand sanitizers are good, but when your hands are soiled with dirt or manure or blood or anything, the hand sanitizer is not effective. So having water and soap available for hand washing is very important. Larson says it's important to try and continue to maintain that six-feet rule while socializing and keep high-risk individuals away from ranching activities, even if it might be difficult. When you're taking breaks, really try to maintain that six feet of distance between people while socializing. You know, so, of course, continue socializing, but make sure that you're very cognizant of that social distancing. Consider using branding forks to restrain animals and then keeping the number of people near the animal at one time to a minimum. Larson also said that it would not hurt for individuals participating in ranching activities to follow the CDC guidelines and wear cloth masks as well. For more information, visit the Hill County Health Department's Facebook page or the Montana Department of Livestock website at liv.mt.gov. A Canadian company has started construction on the long-stalled Keystone XL oil sands pipeline despite calls from tribal leaders and environmentalists to delay the $8 billion project amid the coronavirus pandemic. A spokesman for TC Energy says work began over the weekend at the pipeline's border crossing in northern Montana's Phillips County. About 100 workers are involved initially. That number is expected to swell into the thousands in coming months as work proceeds. Opponents fear the workers could spread the coronavirus in rural areas that are not equipped to handle an outbreak. Turning to state news, bail was set at $150,000 for an 18-year-old woman who was charged with negligent homicide in the death of her 12-year-old nephew near West Yellowstone. Madison Sasser, who was arrested in Texas, appeared at a bail hearing before Gallatin County Justice of the Peace Rick West on Friday. Sasser's mother, father, and 14-year-old brother faced deliberate homicide charges in the February 3rd death of James Alex Hurley. Sasser's attorney, Elizabeth Montoya 
says Sasser didn't have anything to do with the beating and torture that led to Alex's death. Montoya filed a motion to reduce Sasser's bail so she can return to Texas, where she has been living with her sister and finishing up her senior year of high school. Turning to regional news, the temporary head of the Federal Bureau of Land Management is expected to continue overseeing the agency for another month. The AP reports William Perry Pendley will continue as acting director through May 5th. Interior Secretary David Bernhardt issued an order delegating the responsibilities of the office to Pendley, who has carried out the director's duties since last summer. The agency opened a new headquarters in Colorado in January, but has not had a permanent director during the Trump administration. Pendley has drawn criticism over views he espoused as president of the conservative Mountain States Legal Foundation. North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum has issued an order calling for tighter quarantine measures after announcing the state's fourth death due to the coronavirus. Burgum says the victim was a man in his 70s from Emmons County who had underlying health conditions. He contracted the virus through community spread. The death was not included in an update released Monday, showing the case count at 225, up 18 from the previous day. Burgum's newest order calls for anyone who tests positive for COVID-19 to self-isolate for no less than 14 days. It also requires anyone who lives with someone who tests positive to self-quarantine for two weeks. Police say a 65-year-old Bismarck man was arrested for allegedly coughing at employees at a Mandan Walmart and saying he had the coronavirus. The man was arrested Saturday on a terrorizing charge. Police say the man was upset about coronavirus precautions in place at the store and coughed towards at least two employees. He later allegedly told police he thought the coronavirus was, quote, a big joke. End quote. The AP reports the man was medically cleared before he was taken to the Burleigh Morton Detention Center. Formal charges are pending. The province of Alberta reported 98 new cases of COVID-19 on Monday. That brings the total number of cases in the province to 1,348. There has also been an additional death, bringing the number of those who have died due to the novel coronavirus in Alberta to 24. So far, a total of 361 people have recovered from the virus in the province. Premier Jason Kenney says he is planning to address the province in a televised address Tuesday night. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat is $4.31, and spring wheat is $4.93. For Blaine County, winter wheat is $4.21, and spring wheat is $4.88. For Liberty County, winter wheat is $4.36, and spring wheat is $4.93. For Shoto County, winter wheat is $4.31, and spring wheat is $4.93. And for Phillips County, winter wheat is $4.16, and spring wheat is $4.83. And that does it for your Tuesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, stay safe out on the roads, and make sure to do your part to help flatten the curve.